Jeff, is everybody, everybody's there on Zoom? They can see me, hear me? <laughs> How you feeling tonight? Uh, good morning, everyone. We are going to get started. So if you have a chance to grab a seat, that would be amazing. So uh, my name is Reese, in case you don't know me. I'm one of the elders here at Grace Fellowship Church. I'm very privileged to be here this morning. Uh, and for this congregational meeting, uh, we don't have a huge long agenda, uh, but it's some exciting things to share with you guys. Um, and I am up here to share about our church's goal for this next year. But I wanted to start with a bit of history. So it's been our practice here at Grace Fellowship that the uh, elders will uh, look at our church and, and look uh, ba- based on what God has done in the past and look ahead to the future year. Typically, we do this in January and uh, celebrate what God has done and then look forward towards the next year to see you know, where our special emphasis should be placed. So, uh, and we come up with a, an annual goal to kind of rally around. Now, this doesn't mean that we, we like ditch all of our normal stuff. No, that, that, that our core uh, distinctives, our core values, what we do, what we stand for, that never changes. Uh, but this is more of a, a special emphasis depending on where we're at. And so looking ahead to this next year, uh, we have a goal that we wanted to share with you guys. And if you are a member of the church, you received an email of this goal, so you would have a little bit of advanced warning. But even if you're not, I'm going to read it this morning and discuss it. So our goal for 2022 for Grace Fellowship Church is this, to patiently strive to love one another earnestly. Patiently strive to love one another earnestly. Now we have some description that I'm going to read under that goal. And then we have some sort of milestones or finish lines that I want to cover. Let me read this. It says, the last two years have been exceptionally disruptive on the life of the church and our relationships with one another. Yet one of our church's distinctives is that we patiently strive to know each other at the heart level by hearing and understanding one another, by speaking the truth in love, by working through our conflicts, and by constantly pointing one another to Christ from our relation, relationally oriented distinctive. So on our page, there's distinctives. That was a quote from there. First Peter 4, 7 through 11, which I'm going to read gives us a recipe for times like these by calling God's people to love one another earnestly, especially by using their gifts to serve God's grace to one another. So this year, we aim to come together around the grace and glory of God through earnest, loving service in relationships with one another. Again, patiently strive to love one another earnestly is our goal. And I wanted to just spend a moment in uh, 1 Peter 4, where a lot of this comes from and is rooted in first Peter four, seven through 11 and take note of any observations. He says this for the culminations of all things is near. So be self-controlled and sober minded for the sake of prayer above all. Keep your, keep your love for one another fervent because love covers a multitude of sins. Show hospitality to one another without complaining. Just as each one has received a gift, use it to serve one another as good stewards of the varied grace of God. Whoever speaks, 
Let it be with God's words. Whoever serves, do so with the strength that God supplies, so that in everything God will be glorified through Jesus Christ. To him belong the glory and the power forever and ever. Amen. Three times in this section is the one another verse or or phrase. As this is talking about the church, the people of God relating to one another. In verse 8, he says to, to love one another. In verse 9, show hospitality to one another. In verse 10, to serve one another. And Peter doesn't go into a very long list, but he says to use your gifts that God has given you. And he gives a few examples there about speaking and serving. Uh, but any gift that God has given you, he wants the church to use to show hospitality, love, and to serve one another. And the end of all of that, in verse 11, is so that God is lifted up and glorified in the church body. What we want Grace Fellowship to look like more and more is the embodiment of these three things. We want it to be marked by these things that we love one another, we show hospitality to one another, and we serve one another so that God may be glorified. That is the heart of our goal for 2022. We do have some milestones and uh, some uh, finish lines, and I have a copy up here if you would like a copy, but I wanted to go through these. So there are some things that we want to aim for this year. Uh, Finish line number one. Growth groups continue to deepen relationships and raise up leaders. You guys, uh, most of you are in a growth group. If not, I would encourage you to try to, to uh, get into one. This is a space where there's, a, there's an intimacy that you don't get on Sunday morning. Uh, it's usually in people's homes. And it's an opportunity to grow together and share you know, each other's burdens, each other's joys, spending time in the word and with each other. So I encourage you to do that. It's a very special way to deepen relationships. And we also have that part about raising up leaders. And so uh, maybe that's one of your giftings. Maybe that's one of the opportunities that God has for you to become a leader. And that growth group, it may be an opportunity to do that. So seek that out. And if you're already in leadership, look for those whom God is working in. That may be a good fit. That's finish line number one. Finish line number two, leaders and members collaboratively consider how each one can best employ their gifts to serve the GFC community. So again, we want everyone to use their gifts. God has gifted each and every one. He's gifted you, gifted me in different ways. And so we want everyone to use their gifts for God's glory. And I think you want that too. See, God has given each of us wings, and we want you to fly with those wings. So what are they? We want everyone to use their gifts to serve, love, and show hospitality to one another. Now, we, are, uh, we want to be thoughtful and careful, though, in that, that serving here in the body, we, uh, we are an all-volunteer church. We do not have any paid staff. It is a little bit uh, unique. Uh, and there's the opportunity or the potential that as we're serving, I mean, we're just all in. You guys serve so well and so much that there's that potential 
for that temptation of bitterness to get in there. Like, I'm serving so much, either nobody's recognizing it, or I'm serving in a way that I kind of filled in for a spot for a season. Not really my gifting, not really my interest, but I kind of have to. And there's that temptation for bitterness, and we don't want that. So please, please speak up. Um, It may mean that uh, as you're serving, you say no to that thing to say yes to something else. We want to encourage you with the gifts that God has given you. And so please, please speak up if you're starting to feel that, that bitterness, uh, that temptation to bitterness uh, creep in there. We don't want anyone to be overburdened, uh, but to serve faithfully with all the strength that God gives. Number three, members employ their gifts to minister to one another wherever they see a need. Now, you guys, as I've been thinking about this, you do this so well. There is, again, an all-volunteer church that is, is running like a, a well-oiled machine. Everybody is serving uh, so fantastically well and using their gifts. But we want to see everyone and, and that whole thing to excel more still. And so, um, you know, we want you to be uh, thoughtful of, you know, where is there an area to, to serve in? Maybe be entrepreneurial, come up with new ideas. Uh, see a need and, and go for it. Uh, we would encourage you, though, to keep the communication high as you do that. We want you to take advantage of those opportunities that you see. Number four, members spend increasing time with one another to develop personal relationships and draw one another to Christ. Uh, this past two years, nobody needs to say anything more, but it's been terrible in terms of connecting and relating and we want to reverse that. We want to spend more time with each other, ministering to one another. Number five, exec- elders maintain strong communication and coordination, even without a dedicated executive pastor. Tom's not here, is he? He's kind of hoping that he was, but I guess I'll have to embarrass him without him being here. Okay, so basically the bottom line with this one is we're going to survive without Tom. So, um, you know, and he uh, he's the executive pastor and he is uh, uh, planning to take a sabbatical over this next year. It's not going to start till, till later in the year. But, um, you know, I am, when I think about Tom, I think of all the things that he does. And I think that he even sleeps standing up you know, and that's like 4 a.m. and he wakes up and like he's prays for three hours and then he answers emails for another three hours and then he starts his normal job. Then he gets home and then he talks to all of us until he goes to bed. Um, he probably spends a few hours in there with his family too. <laughs> and so God has gifted him uh, tremendously to, uh, to serve and serve well. So um, the elders are very eager to see him and Allie take some deserved time off um, but we do want to continue to uh, operate as a church. So please give us lots of grace, the remaining elders and leaders, um, without Tom and Allie. So um, those are our five finish lines and our distinctives. And again, our goal is to patiently strive to love one another earnestly for 2022. That is our aim. Let me pray for us, and then I want to call up Steph, who's going to tell us uh, some about some changes and opportunities with missions. And then I'm going to come back up here and give some instructions of what we're going to do. We're going to put some of this into practice right now. So uh, let me pray, and then Steph can come on up. 
God, thank you for our congregation. Thank you for Grace Fellowship. Thank you for all uh, that you're doing. Thank you for, uh, this is an all-volunteer church. It's just quite amazing uh, how you are pulling that off and drawing men and women to yourself through us. Uh, We are thankful for the privilege and the opportunity. Help us uh, this year uh, to strive with all perseverance as you provide towards this goal to love one another deeply uh, for your sake. May you be glorified. Amen. All right, let me hand it over to Steph, and then I'll give you some instructions. Thank you, Reese. Hello again. It's me. I'm here now in my capacity as uh, the leader of the Global Mobilization Team, otherwise known as the GMT. Uh, And I just want to let you know about some things, some goals that we have uh, seen happening and seen accomplished over the last year and some things that we're thinking about as we uh, look ahead this year. Um, So the Global Mobilization Team exists to help our church fulfill our church's vision of making disciples of Jesus Christ in state college and beyond. So being the global team, our focus is especially to help out that last section, the beyond part. Uh, So as we do that, we try each year uh, to set some goals to aim for, some short-term, some long-term. And so this past year, uh, thanks be to God, we did see some accomplishment in those goals. Uh, One of our highest goals is to see more member and family involvement in missions, but we found that that's a little bit hard to quantify. Uh, How do you you figure out if people are uh, more involved, especially as sometimes a big factor of this is prayer? Uh, And there's a lot of other ways to be involved that we can't necessarily always see or measure very well. Uh, But you'll probably remember, if you were here towards the end of last year, one of the ways that we aimed to do this was to send out a survey. So thank you very much for those of you who filled it out. We got some great feedback, and we're still working through that and seeing how we can implement that. And don't be surprised if we might reach out to you about some of your ideas and thoughts to get more details from you uh, as we seek to do that. Another goal that we've had for a while is to have A-teams for each of our missionary partners. A-team stands for an advocacy team which is a a special small group of people who are the cheerleaders for that particular missionary. And they're there to be a a special prayer group, a special group of friends uh, who hopefully minister to them in a special way and then bring back that connection to us as the greater congregation. Uh, And our our 18 for the ranks has been established for a while, thanks to Marguerite and all of her team of helpers have been doing great. We've been learning from them as a pioneer team and all that they have learned and gone through. And now I'm happy to report that we also have an A-team for our other missionaries, the Adairs in Japan. Caitlin Moore and myself have helped to launch that team and it is now getting on its feet and it's really exciting. And thank you to the members who have stepped up and joined those teams as well. Thank you for all the things you are doing to bless those who are out working on the field and who may sometimes feel alone. I know that the A-teams are really helping them know that they are not forgotten. They're not alone in the work they're doing for the Lord. Every year, we've also been able, as the GMT, to give our missionaries raises, so to speak, in their support. And so last year was no different. We were able to support uh, our missionaries financially uh, at a higher level. We were also able to help support the Millers and send them on their trip to Morocco, which was very exciting. 
Uh, also, I wanted to report that uh, one of the things that we hope to see our members involved with is the perspectives course, because we believe it's a really great foundation as a believer and going out into the world to fulfill uh, God's kingdom purposes. And this year, we have a higher level of involvement, I think, than any other year, although we always have a pretty good contingent represented. But on the leadership team itself, first of all, Dan Faella stepped up and is actually leading the whole leadership team, the whole shebang, and he's doing a great job. Uh, Kyle and myself are also on the coordinating team, helping out with some of those efforts as well. I believe, as far as students in the class, that our church has the greatest percentage of students. Does that sound right, Dan? And we're definitely not the biggest congregation represented there, so I feel like that's pretty remarkable, the number of people who are attending Perspectives this year. And of course, not to be forgotten, are the many members who may not be attending the course themselves, but have helped out with childcare for uh, some families in our congregation who are attending. And thank you for serving in that way as well. So those are a few things that we have, by God's grace, been able to see come uh, into fruition this past year. And I wanted to let you know about a few things we're thinking on for this upcoming year. Uh, one of the things as we approach this year, we're thinking about working with the elders to clarify some of our goals as the GMT and for our church. Um, this year, we have had the most international missions involvement from our members than any other year that, that we've ever seen. Um, and so we would love to work with the, well, the elders to talk about how do we focus on reaching the unreached of Japan, which is Japan as an unreached people group is our focus. How do we do that well and encourage uh, our member involvement in international missions? So we'd love to be encouraging that, and also we'd love to take steps to be raising up and training missionaries even to go to Japan. And so how do we do that well? What are steps that we can do to really encourage both of those aspects? We'd like to look into that more with the elders. Uh, another thing we will we would probably like to see happen is we may be transforming uh, in your bulletin. You may, if you pay attention, see that there's a Japan fact in there. And it has been a Japan fact for many years. <laughs> uh, as we seek to learn more about the culture of Japan uh, and as we focus on them as an unreached people group, we might be transforming it into more of like a missions corner where we also involve some information about other parts of the world, other corners of the world, and other involvement from our members and from our missionaries. Um, so we didn't want to surprise you too much uh, with that, uh, but that might be something that you see in the near future. Another thing we're thinking about doing is switching formats. If you were here at the end of last year or in the prior years, you will know that typically in November we have Missions Month, which is awesome. It's really gracious of the elders to give us that much time. Uh, very many Sundays to focus uh, on missions, and there have been a lot of things we've been able to do. It's also kind of hard to plan four or five weeks, boom, 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 with all the mission stuff, and I felt like sometimes maybe it gets a little lost or it gets a little hard to plan if it's all concentrated at once. And so we are probably switching to a format of more of a uh, once-a-month mission Sunday uh, where we will also be exploring ways to incorporate your feedback that we received through the survey and things that you've talked to me about. Uh, this will give us uh, some opportunity to do that in a slightly different way, but hopefully a way that will uh, be really quality and bring you guys a lot of information and in what God's doing in the world and with our missionaries. So don't be surprised if you see some of these changes start to happen. But if you have more ideas, or maybe you meant to fill out the survey but you didn't get to, or maybe you weren't here when we were doing it, you can always feel free to come talk to me or other members of the GMT 
and we would love to incorporate your feedback. Thank you for working with us as we seek to see God's kingdom work accomplished in the world. I'll give it back to Reese. Hey, thank you, Steph. I don't know about you. I'm a highly competitive person. I'm up there in terms of competition, so I'm glad we won on perspectives involvement. <laughs> All right, so we're going to take a few minutes now um, before we have to go pick up kids and head out uh, closer to 12. So I'd love you guys to get into smaller groups. You have to circle up. You have to do it quickly here because we don't have a whole lot of time. But try to do like five or six people, not like big groups, because I want each person to share um, what they feel like their giftings are. You know, those wings that God has given you to fly in. What are they? And to share with each other. So like, for example, and I also want you guys to pray for each other. So this is, you'll have to do it more quickly. But like for me, if you ask me, and if I'm in your group, what I'm going to share is, you know, I like, I don't really enjoy being up here. I like to serve from behind the scenes where you don't see me. I like I'm lurking in the shadows, making sure everything gets done and gets done hopefully well. Um, and I have a real passion for visitors. If you're new, if you're visiting, like I want to make sure you don't get, you know, you don't get uh, out in and out without someone talking to you and finding out who you are and getting you plugged in somewhere. So those are just a few examples. Um, so if you could also, you could pick people you don't know and get to know them and share and pray with each other. Okay? Hopefully that's clear. So just get together in groups, five or six, share, everybody take a turn sharing what you feel like your giftings are and um, pray for one another. Maybe you just, you know, I pray, pray for the person on your right. We'll just do that for, for speed. All right, guys, gather up and... Take the initiative to lead the group that you're in. So um, I opened up two rooms. You guys can pick um, what room to go into. And uh, you should see a join room one or room two. I'll join a room two just to, to keep myself in there. So because um, I think I saw that there's like 10 of us in, in the chat. So, yeah, feel free to, to join a room. So. Let me know if you guys have any questions. You can unmute. Um, I think this is the end of the service. I don't know if we're coming back. Um, but, yeah, so if you guys want to join our room, go for it. Hey, Jeff, I don't see anything on here that enables to join. Uh, if, uh, let's see here. I don't know how YZ did it. <laughs> um figured it out you um hit more and then breakout rooms okay great yes so feel free to join a room yz joined room two uh if you guys have any other questions i know it from an administrative side so not sure what it looks like um in that sense so yeah okay looks like so yeah, the folks and, and Deb, if you guys wanted to join, you can. So, and, uh, or message me. I'm going to go join a group too. So we'll do that. Jeff, I was going to stay in the main room just in case they come back so I can unmute stuff, but 
I guess maybe there's nothing to unmute because everything. I I have no idea. It's just you and me right now. So I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna stop recording. Sounds good. I don't know what else we're doing.